Podcast. I'm your host, Rob. Today is Monday, March 18, 2019. This is episode 8, and the title of this episode is, What is Going On? Before we start, don't forget to like us on Facebook at For the People NN. How's everybody doing today? Hope everyone's having a great Monday. Hopping right into the news headlines. Zuckerberg is having a real bad week on top of a real bad year. Not only in the closing bell on Friday is Facebook down 2.5%, the WhatsApp co-founder that sold to Facebook told a group of students in a speech at his alma mater, Stanford, to delete Facebook now. And this is coming in the wake, too, of Congress and the U.S. government getting involved about Facebook's privacy policy. So it's going to be real interesting to see what Facebook is going to have to go through and see if they're going to get hit with any any type of fines. Because we see over to, over in the EU, Google is uh, being hit with fines again. And they've already paid $7 billion in fines in the EU. So we're going to have to see on what this fine is going to be. But it's just going to add on top of their $7 billion that they've already paid. TMZ let out a report that Paris Jackson attempted suicide. Now, many reports are coming back out, though, that TMZ is lying, including a tweet from Paris Jackson saying, you effing liars. A source close to Paris Jackson also is coming out and saying that she went to the hospital for a cut, but it had nothing to do with suicidal gestures. And this is coming a few days ago. Paris Jackson was in an interview stating that she knows who killed her father and that it wasn't the doctor. He was basically the stooge, which we all know. Anyone that looks into them a little bit, we all know that some foul play was afoot here. But it's just a big coincidence that this report comes out right after she came out with the interview claiming that she knows who killed her father. Now, this is a big issue going on right now, especially with uh, YouTube, Google, Facebook, all cracking down on the anti-vaccine community they don't want their information out there they don't want people to be informed about vaccines so they're the u.s government and private companies they're cracking down real hard trying to get the information taken off the social media websites and everywhere that you try to go searching for it they're they're trying to hide it from you but it's it's kind of funny because the uss fort mchenry has been at sea for two months now because of a outbreak on the ship 25 sailors came down with symptoms that relate to the mumps. Just to put this in perspective, all those sailors were vaccinated and they still got the disease. So what's their solution? They vaccine them with three more vaccines. It's not going to help. You know, I have a I have a good friend that's really vocal on anti-vaccines and stuff and you know, like he says, they shouldn't be mandatory. If you want to get them, By all means, that's your right. Go get them. But they shouldn't be forced on people to give their kids these, in some cases, deadly doses of God knows what. Now, we all know about the bad tragedy that happened in New Zealand. But some things about this just aren't sounding right, you know? They're just not, it's just not looking right. Now, me personally, I couldn't watch before... They took it down. They are trying so hard to get rid of this. I mean, Facebook has deleted 1.5 million videos already of this tragedy. You know, let us see what our own eyes. Don't, don't you, we don't want you to look at it and then you tell us what happened and we have to take your word for it. You're not very good at keeping your word. 
And then just some other things just don't sound right about it, you know? It's like New Zealand threatens 10 years in prison for possession of the mosque shooting video. Why? I mean, if it was such a tragedy, why are you threatening people with a decade of jail time for viewing it? That makes no sense. And then you get back to the U.S. media... And the mainstream media, not just the U.S. media, but the mainstream media in other countries also, their correspondents, you know, they're pushing that he was conservative. Trump supporting white supremacists. I mean, these are headlines that are in the news. I mean, as usual, the mainstream media is so busy plastering up fake headlines all over the place of the shooting incident that took place. If what happened was so natural, and when I say mean natural, I don't mean right, I mean natural as in... This guy really just did this because this is what he felt that he wanted to do. Why do you have to try to portray him as someone that you don't like? Trying to connect him to someone that you don't like. If you read the guy's own 1,500-page manifesto, it reads a completely different story. Completely different. It says he's a self-described eco-fascist by nature. Uh, But that's not a conservative. He's definitely not aligned with conservative ideas. That's more of the democratic ideas. The fascists? That's the left. Even though they go to great lengths to try to portray uh, the, the right as fascists. In a response to a question posed to himself about where he aligns politically, he had this to say with no uncertain terms. The nation with the closest political values to my own is the People's Republic of China. Tells you all you need to know. Like I said, tragedy what happened. Definitely tragedy. tragedy. But we need to sit back and ask ourselves questions on why they're using so much propaganda to portray this person and connect him with someone they don't like. Why are they trying to push their narrative? They would get all the response they need by just telling the truth. No one will approve of this. No one approves of this. All they need to do is tell the truth and they will have the people's backing. But old habits die hard. They can't... They just can't stop themselves from letting out propaganda. I mean, it's like they're... It's like they're... They're need. They're fiends for propaganda. Another big story that popped over the weekend, late Friday, late last week. The college admissions cheating scandal. Now, this is kind of big. 50 people have been indicted involving elite colleges and universities including Yale, Georgetown, the University of Southern California, and Stanford, and a few others. Athletic coaches from Yale, Stanford, USC, Wake Forest, Georgetown, they were also implicated. Some named in the court documents allegedly paid bribes of up to $6 million to get their children into elite colleges. I mean, the only people that benefit from this are the rich. I mean, if you go through and look at the list of the 50 that got indicted, they all have great jobs. CEOs, marketing managers, digital marketing managers, for big companies, actresses. I mean, this is just too big. I mean, too even hard to even try to register. I mean, we all know this happens all the time. So the big thing, the the thing that's hard to register is, why is this just coming out now? Because we, we know that this has been happening for a while. Who messed up 
and started letting all this out? That's the big question we need to be asking ourselves. Now, Beto O'Rourke just announced his run for president, see, for the 2020 election. And, you know, at first, when he was running for senator, kind of got on my nerves a little bit. But I really got to give it to him. I really do, because... You know, he did. He made a promise saying that he wasn't going to take any money from any PACs or super PACs out there. He was just going to do it from the people. And he's keeping his word. I got to give credit where credit is due. He has taken no money from any PAC. And I mean, it's, it's, he just announced and it just started. But he has already raised $6.1 million. And none of it from PACs. So, I have to compliment Mr. O'Rourke for keeping his word. We as the people appreciate a politician that keeps his word. It's not very often that you get someone that's going to keep his word. Now, a few contributions I'm a little eh about. Google donated $228,000 to him. Apple donated $90,000 to him. Exxon Mobil, 78,000. Microsoft, 76,000. Both Amazon and Facebook, 75,000. So, those few contributions frighten me a little bit because those are top companies that have been lobbying our congressmen and senators for years. But I had to give credit where credit is, is due, and O'Rourke. The credit is due to you, sir. Thank you for keeping your word and staying away from the super PACs. Now, next thing I want to talk about is people in this country are brainwashed. And one of the things I want to talk about are, I was having a conversation with a few people over the weekend about checkpoints. Border patrol checkpoints, fruit checkpoints. They've given them all sorts of names. It really don't matter the name you put in front of it. It's a checkpoint. And most people get upset that, oh, why don't you just answer the question? Just say yes. Well, no. It's my Fourth Amendment right that they're trying to violate, and I am not going to let them violate my rights. Over the weekend, we had this discussion. And I said, this is a violation of our Fourth Amendment right. Therefore, illegal. It's against the law. I was told, no. It's not against the law. Which technically they're half right, because the Supreme Court has approved of this. But technically, going to our Constitution, it's not okay. So that's where I say, as we the people, where do we draw the line? Do we just pick and choose what rights we're going to fight for? Everyone will admit, and everyone will fight for our Second Amendment right. Everyone agrees that we need that. Do we not need our Fourth Amendment right? And it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. I had, I'm a Republican. I had Republicans calling me names because of this. Because I was fighting for our rights. Not really fighting. I was just mentioning that it's a violation of our Fourth Amendment right. But I was called names for this. So sticking up for our rights is wrong. Even to people on my side. Because I'm, I'm a proud Republican and I had Republicans calling me names and this just goes to show you the ignorance on both sides there's ignorance on the Republican side 
and there's ignorance on the democratic side. And we as people, we as the people, need to come and understand this. I had people ask me, oh, if you're a Republican, how can you have that kind of stance? Well, I'm not a Republican because of the, all their viewpoints. Just because I'm a Republican doesn't mean I, re, I agree with every single Republican idea. Not at all. I'm a Republican because I, be, I belong to a republic. Democrats. An advocate or supporter of democracy. Well, the word democracy does not appear in our Constitution once. Not one time does the word democracy show up in there. Most people won't believe that. Go look it up. Declaration of Independence, Constitution of the United States, neither of them have the word democracy in it. Well, everyone, that's it for today. Remember to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash for the people and thank you for tuning in to For the People News Podcast. I'm your host, Rob. See you next time.